What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mornings with Drea. I am your host, Miss Drea, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Today is Wednesday, July 3rd, the day before the 4th of July. Now, I know my woke community are like, why are we celebrating the 4th of July? That's not the day of my independence. And I'll tell y'all this. When y'all ready to throw a parade on June 19th, or when you're ready to have a day off or fight for a day off and uh, enjoy the day with barbecue and uh, soul food, then we can talk. But until then, I'm going to enjoy my company paid holiday and I'm going to eat my barbecue. I'm going to listen to my music. I'm going to hang out with my family and friends. And that's what I plan on doing. So, you know, I understand. I know that we celebrate things that doesn't necessarily um, benefit us or include us but who the heck finna who who the heck finna not enjoy a paid day off not i said the captain but hey do what you do um but like i said i will be enjoying my holiday so i want to bring a part three to my protecting your peace segment because when i tell you guys this is so important to me i i cannot stress this enough protecting your peace is everything because it defines how you feel, it defines how you interact with people, how you present yourself to the world, it just, you know, how much rest you get at night, it just really controls so much of your life, depending on how much and how well you protect your peace, so I want to get into that, but before I speak on that, I just got a video clip from one of my friends, um, from Alex, I don't know her name, Ocasio. She's the young girl who's stirring up things in Congress. And she was asking some very important questions to some tech people about facial recognition. And as this young woman was explaining, it's created by white men and it specifically, um, not targets, but it specifically makes sure to get the proper identity of white men. Whereas with black and brown communities, there is a lot of, um, it, it more than, it most likely misidentifies you. That's why the young man was thrown into a whole whirlwind of circumstances um, and being accused of stealing from the iPhone store because of um, misleading facial recognition. And so if that's, you know, one particular scenario, Imagine this on a grander scale. We're already seeing where police officers are encountering people, accusing them of being someone they are not, and treating them as if they're criminals without fully identifying, you know, if this is the person that you're looking for. So imagine them now having a body cam um, with built-in facial recognition, feeding him and saying, this is this person. You know what I mean? So now you're treating somebody who's probably a a Harvard graduate as somebody who robbed the liquor store. It doesn't benefit us. And the government is buying into this. We're signing off on this as if, you know, because we, and who the heck actually reads the fine print when they're signing a contract? You think it's standard mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're giving me a phone. Thank you. And, And carry on. Okay. Yeah. You're my provider. Like, You're not really thinking or understanding the language used 
in these contracts. You're just signing them away because you want to get your cool new phone. You know, there's an iPhone 10 now that you actually have to put in front of your face in order to unlock the phone. So now that information of who you are, your identity, your social security number, because your, your, your cell phone company has all this information. They have your social security number. They have your date of birth. They have pertinent information about you, your credit history, all of these things. So imagine these things being hacked. Imagine someone being able to create something that can emulate your face in order to unlock things, you know, that are personal and private to you. So it's a scary thing to think about that we live in a world now that, um, you know, we'll do these things without our knowledge. You know what I mean? And yes, you can say, well, you should have read your contract, but give me a break. No one's reading three, four pages worth of terms and conditions. They're just not. You're ready to get on out the way. And I think that that should be something that we need to look at. We need to have um, common sense to the point uh, contracts that we sign off on. Not these complex language, because most people do not know or understand legal jargon. So we're reading it. Now, I work at a company that, you know, will ding you from a quality perspective for using internal jargon and that's just uh something dealing with your food so imagine um something dealing with your likeness something dealing with your credit something dealing with your money something dealing with your family and there's language on a form that you do not understand so i think that we need to kind of dumb things down a bit and make things simplify so that people thoroughly understand what it is that they're signing off on. Don't put it on me to sit here and read 15 pages of legal jargon that I have no clue what it means. Explain to me exactly what I'm signing off on or it's null and void. We got to start protecting ourselves. There's too much that's happening to us by the government, by big companies, by employers, by everybody, and we don't have control. I'm not talking just about being a black person. I'm talking about people in general. We're just in this world and get fitting in where we fit in, but we don't have no power. We don't have no control. People can uh, mistreat our people, whatever, and there's nothing that really can be done. We protest, we get mad, we turn things down, tear, I'm sorry, turn things around, whatever you want to call it, tear things down, do all of these things, but ultimately we're powerless in the greater scheme of things, and it's more of us than government, it's more of us than big companies, it's more of us than racists, it's, it's more of us than any other thing, so we need to learn how to take our power and our control back, and that really starts with getting involved in it, learning it, understanding it, making sure that we're able to educate each other on how these things work. And I appreciate my friend for sharing that with me because I've seen the clip of it, but I scroll right past it. Um, but it's very interesting to know um, that this is a thing. And it's good to see that our young people, our young politicians, and, and it needs to be more of us there, are really taking the lead and saying, listen, this is not okay. This is not acceptable. And we need to make sure the world understands what's going on. So now that we're getting the information, we need to come together and figure out what we're going to do about it. So just wanted to touch on that for a quick second, because again, you see it, but you don't really pay attention to everything that's going on in the world. There's so many things to distract us um, away from what's most important. And we 
are deliberate about trying to close off because it's like I don't want to see that it's going to depress me like when they see us for example a lot of people just didn't want to watch it um because they didn't want to feel the emotional pain but sometimes we got to feel stuff we got to feel it and we have to um take it in and then we have to you know mobilize what are we gonna do about this how are we gonna stop this from affecting our children i think this generation that i'm in and a few before me we blocked we didn't we didn't carry that on from the civil rights movement and, and movements beforehand it's like okay we free now we don't have to continue to fight but i think that that's that's not right and we do need to put in as much of a fight and effort um to make things better for our children as our ancestors have done for us so I'll say what I can say about that. It was just a quick video. I may be misled. I'm not, not misled. I may be misinforming you right now because I just watched like a two minute video and then I jumped right on here. So I didn't really research it. So I just recapped what I believe I heard, but I would just definitely encourage you to read up on the subject, pay attention to uh, Miss Ocasio. She's definitely fighting for people not specifically any group of people, just people in general. So stand behind her and we need to uplift our people that's willing to go in, roll up their sleeves and get stuff done, especially for those of us who aren't doing much about it. So anyway, um, back to what I wanted to talk about today and that is protecting your peace. We've talked about protecting your peace before and I think that I'm gonna always talk about protecting, <laughs> protecting your peace because it's so important to me um, and I want to speak on it from the situation of um, peace in your household because there are a lot of times and from those who are, um, I don't want to use the word religious, but just people who kind of um, always reference like the enemy and, you know, don't let the enemy into your home is something that you hear a lot from Christians. Don't, um, you know, it, it's like a big, like, thing of like protecting your home and keeping God's love and blood and angels around you and things like that because you don't want things from the outside affecting what's going on on the inside and that to me also translates to protecting the peace in your home you know what I mean and whether you are married or dating I'm not dating because <laughs> if you're dating I don't know why you'd be living together but <laughs> and it is 2019 so no judgment but whether you're married or in a uh, relationship, committed relationship, or even if it's just you and your children, it's so important because granted, most of the time for people who work full time, you probably spend more time at work than you do at home. And for that reason alone, that time at home is so precious. And you want to make sure from the time you walk in that door to the time you lay on that bed, get up, do what you got to do and leave back out. You want to make sure that that's your safe place. That's your place where you can let your hair down. That's your place where everybody in there loves you, values you, respects you. Nobody on the outside should be able to come in. And the people that live there should all work together to not allow any influences from the outside to affect the inside. And sometimes things ease into your situation and they don't even seem alarming. They come in, they seem peaceful. They seem like they're not there to do any damage, but you have to be able to post check yourself and others to see how is this truly affecting you? And if it is, 
you have a right to speak up and say, I don't like what's going on. I don't like how I'm feeling. And that could be where you were married and you're allowing a family member to come stay with you. It could be um, anything. It could be people planting seeds in your spouse's head. You know, you guys are having disagreements and somebody's saying what you should and shouldn't be doing as a wife or what he should and shouldn't be doing as a husband. And those ideas come into your home. And now you're trying to understand why you're fighting against things that really should not be a part of the greater uh, greater scheme of things. It doesn't affect how you eat, how you move, how you sleep. Why is these things being introduced into my space? And when those things happen, you have to be diligent about eliminating them. You can't let things or uh, influences from the outside come into the inside, specifically of your home, and destroy what it is that you work so hard or you're working so hard to build. So we have to be careful when we're venting. We have to be careful when we want to... Um, engage and interact with people who may not have the best interest of the home in their as their top priority because they may seem harmless they may seem like they'll you know i'm just here to be a friend i'm just here to support but what they're really doing and it could very well be unintentional but what they're really doing is causing a stir up and a disturbance and when that happens Especially if you're married, you and your spouse have to be on the same page of saying we will not allow things that happens or people or whatever outside to affect how we operate inside. And even that is true when it comes to dealing with children and you're married. Sometimes kids can be a disruptor in the marriage by um offering their opinion on things that are not in there that's not in their purview you're a child stay in a child's place sometimes we allow kids to speak on things that they truly have no business speaking on and even if we don't even pay it any attention by allowing it to be said by allowing it to enter into a space where everybody or especially you and your spouse aren't comfortable and not nipping it in the bud shutting it down you're contributing to that disturbance you know, how many times have you seen people say she just let her she just let her son do anything. She just let her son say anything. He just let his daughter do anything, you know, because you're not especially if you're in a blended family or if you're dealing with teenagers and they tend to lean more towards one parent over the other. It gets to a point where when they're of a certain age, you can't say anything to them. They may only have only one parent may have their ear. So as the spouse, you're expecting them to step up on your behalf and say, no, that's not okay. Otherwise, you're going to have to break their jaw or their neck. And you don't want to do that. So you're leaning into the partner or the, the spouse or the parent or whatever and saying, listen, this is not okay. This is causing a, disrupt, a, dis, a disturbance. It's disrupting our peace in our home. And you have to address those things. And you have to, just as much as you talk about things, like finances and who's going to pay what and, and what kind of home do we want to run? Do we want to let people visit? Are we more of a party home? Or are we more just a place that only special people can come to? You got to sit down and talk about how do we protect the peace in this home? And sometimes we don't talk about that either. Some people um, are people who like to host and have events. And then you have people that rather go to the event and go home. 
and people don't talk about that either so imagine having a spouse that always won't company over and you a loner that can be problematic that's not even something that people really talk about you don't really sit and talk about oh well i'm not a person that like people popping up on me i don't like you know you don't think about these things before you move into your home it just you connect with that person for whatever reason and a lot of times social couples are usually social together and non-social couples in most cases or you may have one that's social and one that's non-social however that is your home has to be protected your home has to be protected you cannot control anything at your job you cannot control when you walk into a marshals you don't know what type of energy is going to come your way that's why you have to do your work to protect you and know how to deflect and move away from negative energy but when it comes to your home you have a right to stand up and fight for it and protect it by any means necessary because this is where you are supposed to come to to digress to unplug to be your authentic true self and it's also the place where if things aren't right you really need to say this is not okay it's not about being argumentative or 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 you know, stirring up the pot or causing drama. It's just about, hey, this here is not working. This is throwing off my energy. Imagine your energy at home being off. And now that's going to translate to the energy when you go into the workplace. It's going to translate to the energy that you give people that you care about and that you love because you're so frustrated all the time. You know what I mean? You're just so out of it. You can't be yourself because when you supposed to go and recharge the place you're supposed to go and be able to recharge is disrupted and you have a responsibility and and the other adults that's there have a responsibility to recreate or reestablish that level of peace so i'm passionate about it y'all because like i said that's it it, it's you got to protect your peace you just can't let anything and everything just destroy your peace but when it comes to your home it's not just on you if you don't live by yourself now if you live by yourself you have 100 percent control if it's you and your cat can't nobody come in there and mess with you and your cat you and your cat chilling y'all peaceful you ain't got no drama cats don't talk most they gonna do is not poop in that litter box and you're gonna fuss at them and that's gonna be that but when you're dealing with other people you have to have control over the peace in your home even dealing with teenagers especially young adults you know they're 19 20 years old and they want to they're anxious to be grown already and now they're causing a disturbance in your home Mm -mm. no sir no (laughs) ma'am you gotta go i will put a young adult out in a heartbeat i will put a 15 year old out in a heartbeat if you're being disruptive to my peace and i can't get you under control you better find somebody who will Well, you're going to find yourself at somebody's home that you don't know. And I'm going to be okay with that because my peace at home matters. Now, I'm just talking mess. I'm really just talking mess. I ain't going to put my 15-year-old out. But let her turn 18 and be getting on my nerves. Hmm. (laughs) Talking about where she living. I don't know and I don't care. Because I got to protect my peace. When you don't have peace, you have stress. When you have stress, you lose your hair. When you lose your hair, you lose your mind. I'm just making this up, but I'm just saying. Don't nobody got time to be walking around miserable and upset and angry all the time. That's not who I am. So I'm going to do everything I can to protect my peace. And I encourage you all to do the same, especially when it comes to your home. I hope you have enjoyed this segment of Mornings with Drea. Um, And again, it is July 3rd. 
um, the day before 4th of July, I am going to be celebrating it with barbecue. Um, and that's just that. And if you know me and know where I live already and you want to come by, then come on by. You're more than welcome. Otherwise, I will holler at you guys soon. Have a wonderful day.